Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, Humboldt series, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. Join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez in the Humboldt Quantum Alignment Series. And now, here is your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Welcome, and thank you so much for taking time to be present with us today. I am so very excited to have one of my favorite people in the whole entire world here in the office with us. We are going to be speaking with the beautiful Tamara James, and she's going to be speaking with us about mindful movement and body mechanics and a million other things. And so, welcome. I love you. I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) I love you too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course. So, tell us a little bit, Tamara, about what it is that you're doing as far as body mechanics and movement you you've kind of coined those terms like what does that mean to you I want to know about that yeah so my background is in teaching Pilates and just recently got the yoga teacher certification and (laughs) and I grew up playing soccer and team sports and just jumping all around being crazy And what I've kind of found out through this whole experience of just being a mover and a shaker and a dancer, um, I have realized the mindful part of it. So that's where I've kind of been just calling it mindful movement. It's kind of like a trendy, catchy name right now, but... It's just what resonates with me. And I like it. It's <laughs> I do. I like it because it really makes you think about your movement. I mean, that's exactly what you're named Ex- that for. But it's, exactly. It's good. So it's being mindful in your body. It's being with your breath. It's breath based. So being very aware that you're in this body. You're breathing. Your lungs are working hard. Your legs are working hard to keep you standing. Your spine's working hard to keep you extended. And everything is working in this unison and it's, you have to be mindful of all of it. You have to be aware of all of it or else you, you fall apart. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you don't. That's why you, that's why we're trying to be mindful about it. (laughs) It sounds like it's kind of a meditative process that you're doing. I mean, I understand that yoga is that way and, you know, I don't know if everyone that works out thinks of it in that way. Is that kind of like a normal thing to think of in a Pilates, say a Pilates class? Are you, you know, directed to always be extremely mindful of your movements? Because that's not 
for all, I don't think, right? Yeah. Pilates is a mind-body exercise. So okay. the breath is involved a lot. Breath cues like inhale when you lift here, exhale when you do this. So it's linked with Pilates as well. Um, Pilates was actually derived from yoga. So they're very oh, similar. Yeah, okay. they're very, very similar. But I mean, in the big scheme of exercise and fitness, majority of people I would say that I've been involved with, like playing, especially like playing soccer and like lifting, like Olympic lifting in college, I wouldn't say the mindful came to mind when I was doing like heavy <laughs> lifting. I would more think like, oh my God, I have to lift this to survive right now. But, um, <laughs> but I think that's why I'm trying to go that way is because yeah. I'm realizing that Olympic lifting is great for people who that's what they want to do with their life. But for me personally and what I'm kind of trying to give back to other people people who are on that same path is that it's more so involved with being mindful and being aware in your body and you can do that and lift heavy weights but I'm trying to get that focus first and be with your breath and be aware that you're even in a body because a lot of people that I work with and a lot of people in the past that I've played on soccer teams with and other sports teams with I'm like how are these people even moving right now? They're like so out of their body. They're just like going for it and hurting themselves and tearing their knees and tearing their hips. And it was just, I saw that all growing up. So I was like, well, I don't think this is working really well. (laughs) I love this. I love this idea. Well, in honor of you and Pilates and everything that you're doing, everything we're talking about today, I'm wearing all gym clothes and it's not just... And it's not just because I felt like I wanted to be comfortable around you, <laughs> but it was like the focus of like whenever I put this on today, um, I even left a message to someone that says, you know, that was saying that I was doing it because I felt like I was going to be doing something with my day, like something about my shoes and like something about the way I wear everything. I don't know. And I noticed that just have been friends with you for over a year now, um, but known you even longer than that. You're, you're constantly wearing, you know, yoga clothes or or gym clothes. And Mm -hmm. and the reason is because you have a valid reason. I don't, (laughs) but you have a real reason for it. You are consistently on the go. For example, like coming into the live audience today and on our show into the office, you were running in here. And so tell me a little bit about what it is that you're doing in the community because you're consistently always doing something. You have a class here and a class there and I don't know, I've known you for a minute or two, and it seems like you've always got like 15 trainees going on. I don't know. I mean, that's exaggerating. Maybe not 15, but what do you have, four right now trainings going on? (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what it is that you're doing as far as your trainings and the things that you're offering in the community. Yeah. So I, yeah, always in the fitness clothes, (laughs) movement clothes, functional, always on the go. But um, so I teach... My main kind of focus right now is teaching Pilates classes, and I do them on the floor. There's also a device called a reformer that is like resistance, and it almost, if you don't know what a reformer is, think of a bow flex. It's a little bit like that, <laughs> but um, I, I teach floor classes because I just love you, the floor, and your body. That's what we're working with. 
And so I teach those classes. I also have a good um, handful, I guess, of private clients that I work one-on-one with. And most of my clientele are either have certain injuries that they're working on or they're postpartum, they had kids. That's a big, big clientele is, is pregnancy, is pre and postpartum. And now I'm going to implement that all in with my practice currently with Pilates. But as I was telling you ladies before that um, I just got a yoga teacher job with HPRC in their wellness center they're opening in Eureka. And so I'm going to be teaching there twice a week and I'm just going to be doing strictly yoga. Of course, I'm going to be like integrating both Pilates and yoga together because I won't be able to not do that. (laughs) But um, so that's kind of my style right now is kind of integrating the two. And I also um, coach soccer. I coach a high school soccer team. And you've been doing that for years. I've been doing that for about three years. And they're just like my, yeah, they're my little family. They're, they're so awesome. And I, I, it's funny. I, I say I look up to them, even (laughs) though they probably look up to me, but I really look up to them because they're just like these teenagers in this awkward stages of life. And they're just like out there going for it on the soccer field. And it's really awesome to see. And last season they did amazing. So that was exciting. But um, I tra- it's off season now, but I'm training a couple of them in the afternoons. So yeah, a lot of movement <laughs> throughout the day, I mean, bouncing around. Yeah. That's why you're wearing these cute little <laughs> outfits all the time because you're just bouncing around. you got so much going on. Yes, functional. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have a postpartum group or workshop that you're – that you're working with currently or you're wanting to put together for women. But we have a lot of women in, in our community mm-hmm. that are, are, you know, going through that have young babies or moving through postpartum. And were you thinking about putting a group together? Yeah, thank you for reminding me yeah. about that because that is – I'm putting it together right now and I'm hoping I'm going to begin it. It's going to be a workshop. It's going to be, I think, about five to six weeks And it's going to be every Sunday morning and we're going to go through different methods of movement that make you feel good. And a lot of it I'm going to be doing based on like what you can do at home because all these mommies are busy and they're at home with their kids or they're on the go with their kids. And so I want to make it functional so I can give them the tools for movements and exercises that they can do at home or do on the go or while they're sitting in the car or holding baby like how where should my spine be what is like why is my shoulder hurting what and try to go through go through all of the body mechanics with them and try to get them to feel good in their bodies (laughs) so so I'm hoping to do that starting after um I believe Easter weekend is April 1st so starting at that following weekend. In 2018. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yes, yeah, yes. just talking with you, I feel like moving my body. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Don't it you? is. Don't you? Everyone's yep. like shifting around here, like shifting their spine, sitting up a little bit more straight for Miss James. No. <laughs> so Miss Tamara James, can you tell us where you were rooted from before you came to Humboldt? Now, I know... <laughs> but can you tell the listening audience where you came from and why? 
<laughs> I yes, I can do that. Okay, um, cool. I uprooted from the desert. I came Ooh. from Tucson, Arizona, and uh, about eight. This year is going to be eight years. Oh my gosh, which is crazy. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Crazy. And I came up here to play soccer at HSU. And on my recruitment trip, I stepped off the plane and was like probably gonna live here the rest of my life (gasps) really (laughs) yeah I instantly was like this place is amazing and then once I got integrated in the community and kind of had my little logical family I was like okay I'm definitely staying here and it's complete opposite of Arizona so I think I was drawn to that too because Arizona is flat and desert and cacti everywhere (laughs) and here it's redwood trees and hills and green and ocean so it was just completely opposite and I would say the overall vibe too in the community Arizona is I mean it's comes from the plants the like Mm -hmm. layout it's it's harsh there's no water everything wants to poke you and hurt you and (laughs) kill you scorpions rattlesnakes and so it's not very nourishing and that's like where I came from and so when I came up here I was like oh I'm like was being held and hugged by the trees and just by the community and so I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up here also just the community was welcomed me I think I was just kind of meant to be here because everything just kept kind of like falling into place really nicely and um, I was finishing up my kinesiology degree at HSU And I knew I wanted to teach Pilates because I discovered it through in college when I was playing college soccer and messing up my joints, my knees, hips, ankles, everything hurt all the time. And I discovered Pilates and kind of just thought I found a miracle. I was like, my ankles didn't hurt anymore. And I had sprained ankles pretty much my entire soccer career. And after I did Pilates, the side leg series, man. Um, it, I stopped spraining my ankles really? and so I totally fell in love with it from then and I fell in love with my teacher I had at the time. So that helped. And then I knew I wanted to teach it. So I went into the local studio in town and I just said, hi, I am not certified to teach, but I just did my kinesiology degree at HSU. Can I just like <laughs> hang out? And she was like, I guess you can sit behind the desk. Like, yeah, hang out. And so I literally sat there for six months not getting paid and just like there. And it was amazing. And I'm still there and I love it. And I'm going to be there forever maybe. But um, yeah, that is kind of how and why I got here and how and why I got into Pilates and movement. I love your studio story. It's amazing. It's like... It's such a motivational story. You know, it's great. I I love the whole entire thing. I really appreciate you. So you've definitely inspired me to find something. And I'm going to start coming to Pilates because I know that you've asked me multiple times and I haven't (laughs) been over to your studio, but I definitely want to. And I know that you and I are going to work on some projects in the future because you're going to allow me to use the studio to have some of my classes, which I'm very excited for. So... Kind of switching gears just a tad because it sounds like you are really into self-care and focusing. And, and you know, it sounds like you're doing a lot for the community. You're, you're doing that outside of you, giving out this reflection of self-care to others. 
but what is it that you do on a daily basis? Like kind of like a daily ritual that you would say, you know, that you're doing for yourself. And, and it doesn't have to be every single day because I know you're very busy and your schedule is, you know, all over the place because different seasons you do different things. But consistently, what do you think your your daily rituals are? Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind, which I know I've talked to you about as well, but it doesn't have to do with food. It doesn't have to do with a face mask or a bath, but um, which I love. I absolutely love. I'm like, all love. those are mine. Yeah, no, I absolutely love all of that. But I would say like my number one self-care is my mom. Thanks, thanks oh, mom. Shout this. out to my mama. Yeah. <laughs> um, when mama I was James. Uh, mama, mama James. James. Yeah. yeah okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a little girl and I would be scared of the dark, scared of the boogeyman, mad at my brothers, like whatever I was scared of, my mom would say, just surround yourself with golden divine light. And I just took that and ran with it. And I've done that ever since I was a little girl. Like anytime I'm like feeling weird or feeling off. And even to, I've gotten to the point where even when I feel good, I'll just like close my eyes, tap into my little light. And it just, I carry that with me everywhere. And I feel... I feel like light. I feel like that radiance. And we are light. We are kind of this energy. So I that is like my number one self-care is I can just close I my eyes, that. tap into it, and I just kind of imagine surrounding myself with this golden light. Sometimes it's pink. Sometimes it's sparkly. <laughs> Whatever color I'm feeling. And um, just surround myself with it. And I do that multiple times throughout the day to just kind of like bring myself back to like, okay, I'm here. I'm in this body. I'm like protected. I'm nourished. It's all good. And especially when I get thrown off too, if like I have a weird conversation or I'm about to have a serious conversation, I'll just tap into that and be like, all right, it's okay. I'm a golden little light. We got this. (laughs) I I absolutely love it. You shared that with me a few weeks ago and it was so beautiful how you, you said all of these things and you're saying even nicer now but I think that that is true quantum alignment like you're aligning yourself with a higher frequency and you're focusing on a color or a light or a feeling and we are energy right Mm -hmm. and that's that's a science that's quantum mechanics that's you know physiology that's that's really happening and what we're finding now is that science and you know spirituality are combining at this point and we're alive in a really magical time frame time so I appreciate you sharing that that's very inspiring tapping into your little light <laughs> tap into your light <laughs> I love it I love that so much so when you're tapping into your little light what is your life mantra because really yours is it sounds or from just what you've said it, it kind of feels like it's more a feeling that you have but is there a life mantra that you have kind of utilized throughout your time because you're still very quite young but that you've utilized thus far and that may be projected into your future yes when I moved up here I was sitting in the locker room at HSU and I don't know I don't know if it was after game before game what but I got my phone out and I started writing in my notes And what came out of that was I just put these words of I'm exactly where I need to be at exactly the right time. 
And that mm. those words have stuck with me since then. So that's been almost eight years now that I will say that to myself because even when it's like life is weird or it feels good, like I'm exactly where I need to be at exactly the right time. And I'm definitely this firm believer in divine timing. Like it all just happens when it needs to happen. So just saying that, I say that a lot. So that has kind of been my life mantra, I'd say the past eight years, and it might continue. (laughs) That's a wonderful one. Yeah. That feels, when you say that, it feels to me like it kind of takes the pressure off Mm -hmm. and and helps you stay very present. Mm -hmm. And it's almost a gift to yourself. Definitely. Right, to just be like, eh, it's all good. You know? Yep, I'm exactly I where I need to be one. at exactly the right time. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because if you're stuck in traffic and you're trying to rush to get somewhere, mm-hmm. if you say that little life mantra, it can almost relieve pressure because you may have just missed you know, something, that, you know, an accident that could have happened mm-hmm. if you were five minutes old. You know, all exactly. those little interesting things. What is that called when everything just lines up in that way? I mean, they call it something. It's like the butterfly effect or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. It's like everything do, 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 just it calculates perfectly, and I, I'm, I love that. So thank you. So, Tamara. Yes. I know you very well, and I love you, and we have had so much time together, <laughs> and I'm so grateful for all of it, by the way. Some of those should have been recorded because they were pretty <laughs> phenomenal, like the things that, ah, you know, the things that we came to. But can you tell me something about yourself that, <laughs> that no one else knows about at all? And we can, we can assure you <laughs> that I won't tell anyone, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um only if you want to and you can opt out to say and yeah what out. first comes to mind is just like really silly that I tried qigong for the first time this weekend and I'm totally <laughs> mind blown I'm like because I have the background of like yoga pilates meditation fitness but going into qigong I was like what is this the whole time I think my face was scrunched and it was hurting because I was like thinking too hard of like what is this what's this energy center he speaks of and why am I following my hands anyways that's the first (laughs) thing that comes to mind but um so qigong try it um but I guess one thing that no one really knows about me that I'm I'm starting to open up more towards because it was a like three years of my life as a kid Um, when I was about five to eight years old, I cut off all my hair and told everyone I was a boy. Oh my word. Yeah. I know. No one knows this. I I wanted to be like my brothers. I had two older brothers and I like thought they were the coolest people ever. And I wanted to be a boy. People would be come up to my mom and be like, oh my God, you have three boys. What a handful. And my mom would be like, the little one's girl. <laughs> just, 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 just how she is. And, um, and my mom was totally supportive of it. She was like, let me wear my brother's clothes. I, I was a boy. I told people I was a boy. And that's, I hung out with all boys. I only had guy friends. And I was, that's, that's what I, I wanted it. to be. And then at about eight years old, I was like, okay, I'm ready to wear dresses and grow out my hair. But I, for those three years, I was like, I'm a boy. And it's, I do notice that I have a tendency of being like a little bit more masculine or almost like more in touch with my masculine side. So I've noticed that that might be like, because of that, I don't know, but it's, I feel more like, 
connected with my masculine side sometimes and with my feminine side. So I've been trying to explore that to be like, okay, I need to be like a little bit more softer and gentler, which I am I'm, I'm finding, but yeah, that. <laughs> I love that story. I wonder how many of us, you know, cause you're a very feminine woman and you're, you're very strong and solid. I think you're extremely balanced. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, of course. I wonder how many of us women have gone through that time frame of, you know, what they call tomboy, you mm-hmm. know, because I know I went through that totally. for a few years too. Did you go through that candle? Okay, so yeah, it's not. There's three of us here. Three of us went through it. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's hundred <laughs> percent. And it might. I don't know if it might be connected to us just wanting that like power or discovering that like okay, well, like I see that men are kind of in power, but so am I. I'm powerful, and yeah. so maybe we were trying to like get it by being like joining them. Who knows? I don't know. I we don't should know. have a whole nother conversation <laughs> on that because yeah. I didn't have brother well I have a younger brother but when I went through this Mm -hmm. he was not um you know around yet so I don't know I don't know what that was about I went through this little time frame where I was um I wanted to do break dancing yes (laughs) and I played soccer and it was like ballerina and then the next year it was soccer we're having such a great time but it is that time in our show where we need to take a short break to give a shout out to a local aligned business that I love so very much because they're doing such a good job in our community so we will be back in just a moment taking flight gotta show the world it's gonna be Moonrise Herbs on the Plaza in Arcata was born in 1985, in so serving our community holistic health needs of body, mind, and spirit for over 32 years. We have trained herbalists on staff to help clarify your desires for a healthy life, and we also have an extensive reference library for your use. In addition to over 400 organically grown herbs and teas, high quality essential oils and supplements, we offer beautiful gifts and stones, a variety of books, classes, and more. Our logo depicts the image of a self-heal plant resting on a new moon. We truly believe in self-empowerment and new beginnings. Come on by, cruise through our wall of vibrant herbs, see who calls to you, open the jar, breathe in its essence, research, ask questions, begin anew. Moonrise Herbs on the Plaza in Arcata or moonriseherbs.com. Well, we are back, and we are going to tap into Tamara's little light. I love that you said that. It's so cute. Before we start, though, I want to tell you all what happened during break. I am now pretty much behind a sheepskin rug. I have pretty much been told that I need to get myself a straight jacket. The reason being is because if you're hearing knocking or tapping, I'm extremely animated. And my hands just kind of wail about. And so I have been kind of, what is that called? Like little bumpers on like the... Yeah. Well, you know, like the on the bowling alley, like those little oh, the bump- bumpers. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I have bumpers around me now. So if you could see this, it would make sense. Hearing it and explaining it probably doesn't. But anyways, moving on. 
moving on so you look um, cozy i am (laughs) you look really cozy i know this sheepskin is amazing this is a new one that i got that i absolutely love and it's a fair trade organic one that i got from norway that's amazing (laughs) super stoked about it (laughs) and it's brown it's it's pretty cool it's brown yeah and i don't usually i'm not a big you know animal hide person whatsoever but because the kundalini classes Mm. you know they suggest that you sit on a sheepskin the reason they use them is because animal skins actually shield the practitioner from the effects of the earth's magnetic field which makes meditation easier Ah, so that makes sense right that's amazing yeah Yeah. that makes sense that's why right now i want a sheepskin but now the sheepskin (laughs) is just shielding me from knocking my elbows on the desk (laughs) (laughs) anyhow point being is we're back with you thank you for letting me share that oh my goodness so While we were at break, you and I kind of tapped into a little bit of things, but I want to know, you know, a little bit more about you and about, you know, we talked about your daily rituals. We talked about what you're doing in the community, but how do you take care of yourself? You know, because you are such a, you know, are you, what is your sign? Taurus. Oh, go, go, go. <laughs> the earth. Do, do, do. Yeah, you, ha- you have a lot, you know, that you're putting out, and I appreciate that about you. Actually, by the way, you're the nicest Taurus I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> really. Like, you're, like, just pure joy spun in the little body. It's great. Um, I'm like the mellow cattle that's, like, munching on grass. Like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll move to the next grass patch. <laughs> this well have you found any grassy patches in Humboldt that you like or that you want to share with us or even close yeah I love going to the beach growing up in a desert I did not get very much beach time so what's your favorite beach locally huh what's your favorite beach um probably College Cove I like love the cliffs out there like if you continue like you don't go down the stairs to the beach but you continue out all the way onto the cliff, Cliftons, and it is just this gorgeous scene of redwoods and trees and huge cliffs. And then I call it this little mermaid cove that's down there because it's like this tucked in little cove that you have to like climb down some gnarly rocks to get to. But um, during low tide, it's fun to get there. <laughs> I, yeah, that's kind of my spot. And actually, when I go there, I, will either meditate or just relax or um, something that came to mind that I've been doing since I was in high school. I used to do it with my friend Jane. If Jane's listening out there, I love you. Hi, Jane. Um, we <laughs> used to go out and when we were, were angry, because you, you get angry, it, it happens, we would go and throw rocks oh. down this little hill and we'd throw rocks. And so I've done that before Aww. at this spot where when I'm like upset or like really frustrated and I like can't get my anger out and I want to get it out in a healthy way, obviously, I'll just go and chuck rocks into the ocean. <laughs> That's great though. That's yeah, so great. it, it good feels good because I mean, we all get angry. We get frustrated. We like can't communicate with our partner or can't communicate with our boss and you just go and chuck some rocks. <laughs> feels good (laughs) that is so fun good for you are there any other little things that you do I like that you said that you went there to meditate I know you're Mm -hmm. a big meditator you're taking classes with your partner and like you've been doing lots of things but are there other things like that that you're doing that you want to share with the listeners yeah I I guess that is a big portion of 
the mindfulness in the movement part yeah that I the past year and a half I've been really diving deep into my meditation practice and at first it was started off with five minutes a day two minutes a day maybe even one minute just closing my eyes and thinking I was meditating (laughs) (laughs) but um now that I've been doing it for the past about year and a half I will sit for 15 minutes 20 minutes in the morning either in the morning or in evenings whenever it kind of works out and sometimes it's only five minutes but just closing your eyes and trying to turn everything off sometimes you can't and sometimes the thoughts just keep flooding but just having that moment to tap in again just being aware that you're in this body and that you're breathing and just sitting there for a moment and recognizing that and just being like wow I I appreciate this so much I'm sitting with these legs that work and these eyes that work and this brain that works and I can breathe. And so just taking that appreciation every day of yourself and of your body and it just lets you go out into the world and just be more appreciative of, of others, of everyone else around you. So that is definitely a big factor in what I try to bring into my movement classes. So it's, yeah, it's been a big piece of it. And it's also been really nice getting my partner involved in it. And so now we'll meditate pretty much every morning together, even if it's four or five minutes or a couple minutes. And then that gets us a little bit more on the same level of like, okay, now we're calm. That conversation that happened last night, can we have that again now when we're calm? (laughs) Oh, I love that. The the meditation and then the communication. Mm -hmm. There is an amazing tool, intentional conversations is what Mm -hmm. it's called. And I, I totally, you know, geeked out on it for hours and hours and hours watching as many YouTube videos and like reading as many articles as I can because that's just the way I do things. Um, But it's really important. That's exactly kind of what they do is they meditate first and then they have this dialogue conversation. Mm. Do do you do that with your partner? You may not know what you're doing, but something similar to that. Yeah, that's pretty, that sounds about right. That's great. That's what we've been practicing a little bit. And I mean, it doesn't happen every morning or all the time, but um, about a year ago, we hit this like rough patch of like, we could not get on the same level. We could not agree on anything. We didn't know where we wanted to take this relationship and we sat and meditated and then afterwards it was like all clear. Like we were like, oh, this is what we want. This, we do want to be together. We do want to continue this. Like how are we going to do this now? And so ever since that moment, I think we try to practice that more when we're having rough patches or hard conversations or we're not agreeing on something. We'll like sit together and be quiet and just kind of, feel it all out, feel ourselves out, and then we can come from like a little bit clearer mindset and then communicate. Oh, I love that. (laughs) How long, I mean, this is a personal question, but how long does it usually take between the meditation and then being able to actually come back together? Because I know that there are some couples out there that may be listening that, you know, it takes just a few minutes. They think, oh, just a few minutes after meditating, we can come together and, ah, that's not the truth. It may take days. How long are you talking? Um, I, it depends. It definitely depends, like, on the topic, on the conversation. I would say a few days. Yeah. I would say, like, a few days. Yeah. I, especially if it's something that is, we are in so, like, opposite ends with, which we kind of are right now. I won't go into that. (laughs) Love you, but (laughs) we are just disagreeing on um, something going on in our home. We just moved in together, so that's 
been like a little navigation in itself and meditating has helped a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, it takes a few days or, but if it's something as small as like, okay, can you just do your dishes? This like, just do the dishes. Right. (laughs) We usually can get that through in a couple minutes. (laughs) Usually. Good answer. Good answer. I, I love you so much. You're, you're always such a joy to have around. I just really appreciate you. So what Thank other you. type of meditations do you do and how do you see that meditation is working through your life? Because it sounds like that's a really big piece of what you're doing. Meditating, being in the body, being present to do Pilates, to do yoga, to do, you know, mind body experience through soccer, um, all of these things. How else is that coming through in your life? I would say the two things that come to mind are setting intentions. And well, I guess I'll go into that a little bit is that word is so loaded like people are like oh I'm setting an intention or oh I'm intentional or this is my intention and I've recently been like well what does that mean like what are you really meaning behind that and what I've kind of been grasping is that when you set an intention or when you're trying to be intentional it's it's asking yourself well what does this mean to me how does this feel to me and what do I like this? Do I not like this? Like, how does this make me feel? And I've been trying to practice that almost in every conversation I have, almost in every action I've been doing. I'm like, well, why am I doing this? Like when I go to the store and I'm getting three chocolate bars, well, why am I doing this? Okay. (laughs) I love, I love chocolate, but, (laughs) and I don't usually do that, but I ask myself like, okay, well, why did I get eggs and bread? And like, why am I getting these things? But just the thought of asking yourselves those questions when you're having conversations or doing actions or doing yoga or meditating, like, why, why am I doing this? Why, why do we do this? And I guess that's also links back to the whole huge question of mankind, like, why are we here? Mm. And so I think just being intentional and asking yourself, why, why are you doing this? Well, how does this make you feel? And um, that has been coming up a lot in my meditations. And so I've been kind of coining it with being intentional. So yeah, I've been playing around with that a lot. And I, I've been suggesting that to a lot of people because it's funky world out there and the brain is crazy. And if you can just kind of categorize and ask yourself like, well, what is this feeling? Where is this coming from? And how does this make my body feel? Then you can start to like bring it all back together of like, okay, well, where is this rooting from? Right. The subconscious mind, Mm -hmm. reprogramming, Mm -hmm. recalibrating, all that, right? If you want to, if you choose to, if you see something like constantly happening, you talking about eggs and bread and all these things (laughs) and chocolate mainly, like I've been recently having this um, yogic diet, Mm. which includes a lot of wonderful foods. However, it ask you to give up certain things and Mm so my diet's really great it's it was pretty much that anyhow it's basically you know no dairy no meat none of the good stuff you know all that (laughs) it's fine I haven't been consuming that stuff for a while so it's all good um but the chocolate I love chocolate the chocolate that was the thing and so I was noticing okay why is it that I like 
chocolate so much? You know, what is that? And so mm-hmm. then that started dialing in. Oh, uh-huh. it's sugar. Dialing in. Oh, I'm just bored. Dialing in. I need a little treat because I deserve it. Dialing uh-huh. it in. And it just, it was a spiral. So I yes. totally understand this intentional moment with yourself and Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to be able to do that instead of live on autopilot sometimes exactly but then you want to sometimes live on autopilot so exactly it's it's whatever it is for whatever person today (laughs) today we're actually recording on pisces newman Uh and it's a powerful one and i'm sure all of us here feel it with that being said, you've kind of mentioned some great self-care things that you're doing for yourself. If you were to give someone a self-care recipe, a combination of things to make them the super human person from the knowledge that you have, because you have several things that you're bringing to the, you know, to the table here, what would that self-care recipe look like? Definitely. Say chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All the chocolate you can eat. No. Um, we have definitely. That. We have that on recording. <laughs> Give an eye over to candle. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, definitely some form of movement, since that is kind of my specialty. Um, yoga, Pilates, stretching, massaging yourself. I tell a lot of people to, if your calf is sore, or your shoulder is sore and it feels tight and it's going to fall off, use a foam roller, use a tennis ball, and massage yourself. Or massage your calf with your fingers if you can. And so self-massage is phenomenal. And so a little bit of movement, a little bit of massage. Obviously eating healthy. It's sometimes, I don't have the full background of nutrition, besides a little bit I took at HSU. But... Eating, eating healthy, eating a balanced diet, eating your greens, eating what feels good to you, and being intentional with what you're eating. If you go into the store and you're shopping, asking yourself these questions, which, yeah, it might take a little longer than you might like in the store, but it really does make you think, well, why am I buying these products? Why am I choosing these foods? So, be, yeah, being intentional with your foods and... Um, Can I interject most, for a yeah. moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually are very knowledgeable on nutrition <laughs> because I think that you took a holistic health practitioner program. <laughs> and From the amazing Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and I know that you aced a lot of those classes. So you are much more knowledgeable on nutrition than you're giving yourself credit for. <laughs> thank you. you. May <laughs> yes, so trying to eat a balanced diet and then – and then the self-care routine of if you're sore, Epsom salt bath, taking a hot shower, sauna, hot tub. And a lot of the clientele that I see is they're coming to me because they're achy and their muscles are achy and their joints are achy. And I always, always, always suggest heat and ice, mm-hmm. like the ancient healing modalities, heat and ice. So when you're starting your day, it's good to heat and get, if you have a heating pad or uh, the luxurious to a hot tub or sauna, um, heat because that gets your muscles going. That gets everything flowing. It, it kicks on everything. And then at the end of the evening, then ice. So like if you have an injury or you're sore or you feel a little out of whack in your spine or something, ice. Because then at the end of the day, you're cooling down. 
you're starting, yeah, you're starting to wind down. So laying on an ice pack and then that allows the inflammation to decrease. So your muscles, your joints, it will just let everything relax and you can hopefully get a nice restful sleep. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And just us working together, I know there's one particular element that most people suggest. And what is that? Magnesium. Yes. It's the the magic magnesium for these particular things. Yes. Right. For strains, for muscle spasms, for, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just so important. And, you know, as, uh, you know, a holistic health practitioner, Mm -hmm. what do you suggest people get that form? How do they get that form, that magnesium? Do they get that encapsulated form? Do they get that in food form? Do they, I know they have liquid magnesium now. What do you suggest? Yeah, definitely in your food if you can. But recently, I purchased some lotion from the farmer's market. It's awesome. this goat's milk lotion that has magnesium in it. And I was like, hmm, like I was asking her about it and talking to her about it. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll try this because I – Coming from soccer background, like my knees and ankles are just achy. And so I've been using that the past couple weeks and I just feel really good afterwards. And I don't know if it's like the magnesium kicking in or what, but I feel really good after I use it. Like my body feels good. It feels, yeah, it feels good. And I do the little self massage. I really think that self massage is powerful. Like I get in my knees and I'll like dig, well, not too hard, but (laughs) I'll get my thumbs like on my joints and rubbing them all out and just kind of opening up any blocked energy, any blocked or tangled muscles so because tangled muscles are energy right we're energy forms so (laughs) okay so I have a quick question for you off script completely (laughs) fascia oh (laughs) (laughs) just a quick little snippet on fascia because you're we're going into that realm yep and I'm hoping to have someone on to talk simply about fascia soon which who you know I Um, I hope it's who I think it is I hope I get to have her um but what do you think about that because I recently am totally in fascia rolling yes like I am insane about it you you should see my legs I mean, they don't look great. They look, they feel good. No, no, they feel good. But I mean, they are bruised. Ah, uh, rolling it to out. To me, I am just mm-hmm. going for it. <laughs> don't know if that's right or not, but I'll Does show it feel you. Good? It feels great. <laughs> then it but might let me be show good. you, and you see what you think. But what do you, can you say something to that, to fascia, and what that yeah. is, just really quickly? Yeah, I mean, my tidbit about it. I'm still learning a lot myself about it because it's pretty. I would say newly accepted in the medical world especially like the rolfers they knew what they were talking about they were like let's get into this like lining that we have and basically it is this very thin coat that's coats your entire body from head to toe and I believe it's between your muscles and skin I might need to be checked on that but it is and it's this thin thin almost muscular almost skin but it's it's stretchy, but then it also gets really tight. And that is what we're kind of finding or what everyone's kind of recognizing. That's where a lot of soreness and tightness and instabilities in muscle balances and instability in the body in general, that this fascia gets really tight and you can't move it. And it takes, like muscles, you can 
get a massage for like a month straight and you'll you'll start to see results. But fascia it takes like I I want to say I might need to be fact checked on this too, but I want to say it takes like six months to a year to change your fascia structure. Whoa. Yeah. It takes a long time to like move that. You're shaking thin, your head. Yes, yeah. too. Do you know, Candace? <laughs> Is it that long? It's a wow. long. I know it's a lot longer than muscle. I I don't know if it's that much longer, but I know that it's a lot longer to move it and shape it to balance itself out than muscle takes. It just feels good. Is it fascia or fascia or both? Oh, good question. Fascia. Is it like that? Fascia. Yeah. I tomato, tomato fascia. kind of thing. <laughs> what I've brought together about fascia or fascia. <laughs> we'll have to get that fact checked We'll get as that well. down. <laughs> it's this thin layer that holds your muscles and your bones together, and it covers your entire body. And it's, it's really flexible, yet it's really strong, which is bringing me to a yoga <laughs> another yoga piece of sukha and stira so sukha is like this sweet space and stira is like sturdy space and so that just for some reason just resonated with me that that's what kind of that's what fascia is it's really flexible but it's really strong and it holds you together in one piece kind of like and you. i find <laughs> you're very flexible but you're also very strong sorry but um so it's holding you together in one piece and it's this layer trying to protect you and hold you and I think that may be where we are holding our emotional and our energy so when people have these blockages or these tight spaces it's we're finding that it's your your fascia that's tight it's your fascia that needs to be rolled out it's your fascia that needs to be kind of balanced out and so I believe that it that is where we're kind of holding that emotional and energetic experiences that maybe were traumatizing or maybe we got in a car accident or maybe you broke your leg and that fascia is going to get tighter and tighter and tighter to try to hold you together and protect you and so that's where it comes in where you need to kind of like balance it out and roll it out and push it all out that um yeah you got to work through that layer (laughs) yeah I definitely I definitely agree because we hold those energetic pockets of trauma in our liver and our kidney, different organs, right? We also hold an auric field. So, of course, we're going to hold it in the fascia and – or fascia. Um, <laughs> and this – I guess this last few weeks that I've been so in tuned with it, I've been rolling myself. Mm-hmm. And the bruises are just incredible. So I, I don't necessarily know. I think that's a good thing. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're just kind of. I think you're just kind of purging out and pushing it. As long as you're not like hurting yourself, you're. No, it feels yeah, good. If it feels good. I'm yeah, like, it if feels it feels good, good and taking, you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, it's I'm probably fine. I'm taking arnica fine. Montana internally, the yeah. little homeopathy, and some putting some arnica all over my legs. Yeah. The gel, it just doesn't look good. But <laughs> <laughs> I've realized as long as I'm doing it in the winter time, mm. it's a better time to do it in winter time yeah. for me. So I do the sauna, I work out, and then I roll. Perfect. You know, yep. I, I try when to you're do warmed it in that up. Way. Yeah, yeah, Instead that's a great idea. Yeah, because I take cold morning showers because of this yogic diet I was telling you about. Yep, I haven't even told you about that. I'm that's excited a, that's, to hear all about. I'll it. tell you about that tomorrow. <laughs> um, so one last. Oh, okay, actually, a quick couple questions. Uh, 
I would love to ask you about this. If someone was coming into a yoga classroom that's yours, that it's studio, it's kind of yoga and Pilates, really quickly, can you run through what someone can expect? Because I would love to know what someone would expect from your particular style of teaching and in your studio. Yeah, definitely. I I think the balance of being gentle with yourself and pushing yourself is what I'm trying to bring in this this little coined term I'm calling my practice as mindful movement. I I want people to be gentle and I want people to be in their bodies and aware of their breath, but I also want to push your physical limits and be able to hold plank for a minute or a minute and a half or be able to do some jump squats and feel really good about it. So you're pushing yourself to like your max breathing, your max heart rate, but you're also being gentle and aware that like you're, you're strong. You're, we are all very strong human beings and our body can do a lot more than our mind thinks. So I like to kind of push people to that limit a little bit. Of course, I like I teach a senior class. I'm not going to push them to their limits. I don't want to hurt them. But depending on depending, your group Yeah, of depending students, on the group, I definitely you know how to. Yeah. I want to I want to push them a little bit but also be gentle with themselves. So I try to balance that a lot. And that's what I'm what I'm finding with Pilates and yoga is I mean, yoga can be really intense, of course, like power vinyasa, but I'm finding that that's kind of the gentle element. And then the Pilates is like, you're pushing yourself pretty hard and you're, you're moving through a position for a very long amount of time and you're testing your muscular endurance and you're pushing your limits physically and mentally as well. So, um, I try to have a very balanced class. So it sounds wonderful. Yeah. I'm definitely coming. Please Everyone do. else in town's been. I need <laughs> to come to your studio. So yes. thank you for being here. It's about that time. I know you have to go because you have to run and have, you have a client very soon. So thank <laughs> you for taking time in your day to, to squeeze this in. But thank you. before you leave, there's two things. Yes. I want to share some chocolate with you. <laughs> yes. Because that's just what, how we do it. I was hoping you would say yeah. so. Yeah. And today we have a ginger cardamom. This is a new one for you and I. Yeah. I mean, we've shared a lot of chocolate in our day, but this is a new one for us. So I want to share that. I know. I'm excited about ginger and cardamom. And also it's the time in our show where we look at some cards and today we're using the wisdom for healing cards. And so, yeah. So I want you to, we're going to share chocolate and I want (laughs) you to, while I am playing the little singing bowl for you (laughs) I want you to choose a card that resonates with you and then you're going to be talking and telling the audience cool but for now just choose a card (laughs) right hmm I love the singing bowl totally sets the tone hmm how do I want to do this? Do I you can do it intuitively if you'd like. You can scan it intuitively. Ooh. So the front of the card says remain centered. With a little That's perfect. Remain centered. Yep. <laughs> I like that. Wow. It says today's lesson 
focus on conscious tranquility. No matter how stressful the day is, your intention is to remain centered and calm. <laughs> your goal is to learn that you can control your psychic energy. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Deal. I like it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, tell us how that resonates with you and your message today. I I think it feels like everything I was kind of just talking about. It does. Which is just bringing it all together that we're in this body and breathing and it's amazing. So I like the end part of it says your goal is to learn that you can control your psychic energy and that's tapping into your light is just being like, okay, I'm all right. Like I'm breathing, my legs work, my eyes work, I'm good. So tapping, yeah, tapping into that is very, very key and staying centered, remain centered. Well, I love you. I love this. I love that you're part of this show today. It's really important. We hope to have you back as, you know, a co-host or even like, yeah, just just come back, okay, because we love you. (laughs) So I want to thank you, Tamara, for um, just being here and coming on the show and helping us get a little bit closer to aligning to our highest self, the mental, physical, and spiritual bodies, as well as tapping into our little light. Thank you so much. And to you, the listener, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Have a magical, wonderful day. And let's try to make this your very best week ever. This episode has been brought to you by Chocolate Cupcakes with Rainbow Sprinkles.